This is Thursday, April 21st, and today we're going to look at the first of two secret disciples. Yes, you heard that right, secret disciples. The first is Joseph of Arimathea. We consider how difficult it is to swim against the tide of our times and our culture and all the social pressure that's involved. First, let me tell you a little story. My advisor in graduate school was a godly man named Sam Moffat. His career took him for many years to China, where he served as a missionary. Chinese communists were not good to the missionaries, and as the Chinese Cultural Revolution got underway, they sought whatever ways they could to deport or imprison them. One day my professor was arrested and charged with embezzling money from the mission. Well, of course, the mission didn't even have any money to steal, but it didn't matter. He was, as Jesus also, was arrested on false charges. Now, they put Dr. Moffat through the sham of a trial, bringing witnesses and hearing evidence that had nothing to do with the mission work there. Along the way, the judge was ruthless and heartless, not really allowing for a sound defense to be made at all. Through it all, the judgment was obvious. He would be found guilty and put in a Chinese prison, and who knows what his future would be then and what hope he would have. Indeed, he was found guilty. But then came the surprise. He expected prison, but was given the most gracious sentence possible. He was sentenced to deportation. And as he was being led by the guards from the courtroom, he looked down the hall, and the judge, just at that moment as well, had emerged from the courtroom into the corridor. And in that moment, the judge gave him a secret sign that he too was a Christian. Wow! That explained why he needed to appear so ruthless in court, and also why my advisor was given the sentence of deportment. It was actually meant to protect him in the long run. And you know that Jesus had secret disciples. Let's start with Joseph of Arimathea. We know so little about him, but we need to consider his story. Here is the account of the burial of Jesus from the Gospel of Mark. Chapter 15, verse 42 to 45. It was preparation day, that is the day before the Sabbath. So as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summing the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. And when he learned from the centurion it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. Now what we learn is that Joseph was a prominent member of the council. That council was called the Sanhedrin. The Jewish people maintained a ruling council, much like a legislature, to oversee the life of the Jewish people. Joseph not only held a seat, but he was a prominent member of standing. So imagine the pressures to protect the traditions of the Jewish people. That was the major role of this body. And to seek out heretics so that they could be put down. But notice something else about Joseph. He himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. He believed that one day the Messiah would come. 
So yes, he supported the status quo, but in his heart, he knew the kingdom was coming. Imagine having such divided loyalties and not being able to go public in support of Jesus. Some of us have lived under immense social pressure. A pressure that says there's no place for deep devotion to Jesus. We might go to church and even be religious, but we just cannot go all in. What might people think? I remember reading this conversion story of writer Anne Lamont. She knew that Jesus was pursuing her, but she had these wonderful non-Christian friends, and they would think she'd just gone bonkers if she became a believer in Jesus. It just wouldn't do for her to come out as a Christian. But eventually she found she could run from God only so long. Finally she came to faith. This is what happened to Joseph. It was the death of Jesus that finally brought his loyalties to the surface. Here was one bringing the kingdom of God and he was crucified and killed in the most shaming way. When all Jesus did was teach about the kingdom and bring good news to the poor. Now there was no place for his body to be buried. And in this moment, Joseph stepped forward and risked his reputation by going straight to Pontius Pilate and requesting the body of Jesus. And Pilate hadn't even heard that Jesus had died yet. Here was Joseph stepping from the shadows to provide a tomb for the body of Jesus. What does it take for us to step forward and admit to others that we love Jesus, that we're his followers? Even Peter denied Jesus three times on the night Jesus was arrested. I think all of us know this social pressure to some extent. The good news is that Jesus died for Joseph and for Peter as well. How many of us remain mostly undercover as Christians for fear of social rejection? I am thankful that the judge that sentenced my professor knew the grace of Jesus, even if at that time he did not go public with his faith. But I find Joseph's story to this day a challenge not to be afraid and to stand with Jesus as broken as I am. I hope you'll be encouraged by his story today, too. Let's pray. Forgive us, Lord, for being weak and afraid. We see Jesus stand fearlessly before the authorities on our behalf. Help us to represent Jesus before those around us, and to do so with love and respect. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.